0: Do you love decorating your home with your personality and showing people who you are as soon as they enter the room? But maybe it's just so difficult to find what you were looking for. Maybe some Pokemon card coasters. Or maybe even some Totoro miniature vases. Hell, maybe even a Star Wars Rebel logo canvas for your wall. Well luckily for you, us over here at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks have teamed up with Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T to give you what you've been looking for. Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T has opened up her Etsy shop where you can decorate your home and yourself with your favorite nerd up from anime to Disney animations or even mythical creatures. If you are looking for it, Tiny T from Nerdy Crafts has got it. You can find Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T by searching Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T on Facebook and Etsy or by clicking the links provided to you on the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks podcast page. Also, make sure you use the code of leveling up at checkout to save yourself 10% off your purchase. That's code leveling up at checkout to save yourself 10% off. Decorate your home with nerdy crafts by Tiny Team today.
1: Hey, what's good everybody? It's me your hero Benjamin Banks and you are listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks and this is the 4th of July episode. Joining me as always are my co-hosts, Rebellious D and Trav. How you fellas doing today?
0: Hey, not just a new one, but a special one, Ben. That's special.
1: right. Mm-hmm. We got something terrifying coming your way, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Hey, and you guys know up here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks, we always do a big and we always go and get some of the best people and the world of voice acting. And we've been having a really good year this year. So we're going to make sure that the 4th of July special is just as good. And joining us today is the talented voice actor, Jason Marnoka. So Trav, D, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. But before we do that, here's a word from our sponsors.
2: Ink Tattoo, you can find them at 3109 Airline Boulevard, Portsmouth, Virginia, for all your nerd-related tattoos. Leading the area that is Miss Denise and her team. If you call over there and you mention leveling up banks, you get 10% off your tattoo. That number is gonna be 757-465-1010. Call them today. Jason, nice to meet you. My pleasure. Nice you know sure. Pleasure all I mine. I answered That's that. True. You said I responded to that myself.
3: <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> well played. What's up, man? Oh, happy to be here. You know, just sort of scoping out everybody's everybody's cool shelves. And I was just com complimenting everybody's organizational skills and it's all looks great. It's like everything's just so well displayed, you guys. Oh, he's, it's he's, fantastic. Flame
0: light that he's got.
3: Yeah, I'm so down, down here in the caverns. Door. Yeah. Oh, he's in he's the looking lair. like the sorcerer? Right, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I usually call my I usually call my booth the lair. So I'm yeah. oh, nice. I like <laughs> that displays. it's very Dungeons and
0: Dragons <laughs> looking. Oh, especially yeah. since it looks like you're wearing like a silk robe type thing <laughs> 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 actually
3: it's just a cape
1: <laughs> naturally oh my god but yeah
3: jason thank you for joining us on a new episode of leveling up with benjamin banks no thank you for having me the pleasure is all mine glad to be yeah, here especially because i man. see so many friends being on this thing so i'm just like oh right on you know like so i was delighted to be asked
0: yeah we've been passed Hopefully. around we
3: didn't have
1: that. <laughs> <Yeah>. easy try. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, yeah, we're making the rounds here on uh, Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks, and uh, it's uh, it's been uh, incredible journey. It's been a bizarre journey, <laughs> uh, a bizarre adventure. All right, well, let's go ahead and uh, get into today's interview. So, Jason, something that we do here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks for all of our guests. Uh, We asked them, what is their origin story? Every villain and hero has an origin story, so tell everybody that is watching and listening right now, who is Jason?
3: Well, uh, oh boy, who is Jason? Um, I had to answer this not too long ago, too. It's one of those weird introspective things where I'm like, I'm a, you know, uh, let's see. Well, um, I mean, obviously, I'm a a voice actor type person, and uh, I'm originally from Indiana, a little bit outside Indianapolis there, so you know, I'm I'm used to living in a place that actually has seasons. So living here in Los Angeles, is eh, a little different. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, uh, I mean, I was a big movie fanatic as a kid. I, uh, I big into. Uh, I, I was a musician. I used to play the violin, saxophone, piano, all sorts of stuff. But uh, nice. then, then I eventually uh, moved on to wanting to perform. So, um, you know, started doing stage work and things like that through high school. And then eventually, uh, after working some jobs, went off to college, got my degree in radio, uh, and it's been voiceover ever since, because I found that what I liked more about voiceover than I did about, um, doing stage stuff was one, nobody can see you. So that's Mm -hmm. helpful. Um, so you can make all the ridiculous, stupid faces you need to, in order to get a certain sound out. Um, and then also I don't have to memorize scripts anymore, which is just delicious because that is one of my least favorite parts of the entire process, just having to, having to run through and run through and run through. So I guess that's what really drew me to voice. So, and I mean, you know, I grew up loving cartoons. I mean, who doesn't, you know, the original, uh, uh boomerang lineup back in the day and, uh, uh, you know, the cartoon cartoons, what a cartoon show and everything and Batman, the animated series and mm-hmm all those other Bruce Tim offshoots and, uh, <clears throat> you know, things like that. So I always wanted to, um, kind of get into that world. And I didn't realize, you know, you don't really realize when you're younger that that's a job that someone's doing. Yep. And so, you know, once I in- figured that out, uh, I ended up having a lot of fun, getting to do a lot of cool stuff. Uh, and you know, flew out here eventually cause I was tired of flying back and forth from here to Chicago. So, Thankfully, uh, that's that's panned out a little bit in the world in the world of anime and other things. So, you know, it's been uh, so that's the the very condensed version of me. There
1: you go. Mm-hmm. All right, Hey, yeah, it you. was a cool origin story. Now, something that I wanted to kind of piggyback off of what you were saying about how when you're doing voiceover work, you're behind the microphone, you're not on camera. And I could already tell by just how you were talking. It's like you were moving your hands and you were being animated. Is that something that carries over when you're doing voiceover work? Because uh, to also do another piggyback, uh, when you had mentioned Batman animated series, like we had saw like with uh, like Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy, it's just like they were very animated
3: when they recorded in the studio. So is that something that you do as well? Um, yeah, it depends on the character. Um what's because you know mark hamill when he does the joker he always says he needs to stand up to do it to give it that energy so it depends uh sometimes uh sometimes i'll stand sometimes i'll sit um but a lot of times i'll yeah i'll do stuff with my hands especially if there's you know there's an action sequence or something or whatever you know if you're trying to really nail down some some physical movement or something or uh you know other times it's something you have to kind of fake vocally like if a character is you know kind of standing up or whatever in the middle of a line or something. You know, you just kinda just uh, that a little bit in your uh, in your spine and things like that. Yeah. So it's it's kind of fun to to be a little more animated, uh uh, you know, especially for characters kind of in a Mark Hamill vein, like uh in uh Dragon Quest and stuff, like, you know, very emphatic and moving your hands and things like that. So it depends on what uh what's called for but I tend to I tend to move my hands a lot if I don't stand up. Yeah. So. Mm.
1: Now to now to piggyback off of uh you know Mark Hamill and Dragon Quest. Now mm. Dragon Quest was the first time that I had actually looked you up because uh-huh. I had watched the movie and I thought that it was Mark Hamill who was voicing <laughs> Bobja. <laughs> and I was just like, oh wow, like that's not Mark Hamill. But mm. he does a phenomenal job, like sounding like Mark Hamill. Like if you like if if I was a Batman Animated Series fan and I heard your voice and I didn't, you know, go and see if it was Mark Hamill that actually did the voice. I would have thought mm. that it was Mark Hamill. So like, what was the inspiration behind uh, doing like a similar voice? And I mean, cause the character looks like the Joker, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like, that's yeah. the reason why I would, you know, you would think that it was Mark Hamill voice in the character
3: that was actually that was a big part of it was um even in the uh uh the production side uh when we got the auditions it had a picture of him and he looked like that with his you know crazy sort of chameleon eyes and his yep. you know big eye on his forehead and stuff and it did say they are looking for a mark hamill joker type sound mm. and so from there you know you kind of try and mix that in as much as you can especially excuse me um especially with like you know the because he laughs a lot, so you know doing that took t- t- took some doing. You know, it's I, I like characters that are maniacal and cackle all the time, so that was a lot of fun. So yeah, it, it mainly just stemmed from the fact that they asked for that; they were specifically looking for a Mark Hamill type sound.
2: Well, you nailed it.
3: No, oh, yes, thank sir. you that was fun. That's some of the most fun I've ever had because I usually, you know, I I usually play sort of like bigger, scarier monster characters or whatever. Like I don't get to sort of play those little up and down characters like that. you know, so that was, that was a lot of fun for me.
1: Yeah. Awesome. So were you a fan of the Dragon Quest games before you had got the part in the movie?
3: Nope. had no idea what it was, Um, (laughs) but, but uh, I had no idea. I mean, I I had heard the name, but I didn't know that it was a, you know, a, a, a big thing. And then as I'm looking through and stuff, especially with the design and stuff. Cause I was like, man, how have I never seen this crazy looking character before this, this Bishop logic character. And then you start going and looking through and you're like, oh, they made him crazy for this particular version. Like he doesn't usually look that screwy. And so I thought that was fantastic. I really like his design in that. And honestly, I keep wishing that they would, I, I wish that it was a series of some kind or something so that I could have like a little figure of him or something, you know, because I just love his visuals so much, but. Mm. um, Yeah, no, I I had to go looking for that stuff after the fact and uh, figure it all out at that point. But I going in, no idea, which is kind of the way that I actually like some of my stuff, especially with anime. I don't usually watch a lot of anime. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I get, you know, a a role, I go in not knowing anything about anything that's going on. So (laughs) unless... I mean, I guess I I had seen some of Seven Deadly Sins when I went in there, but nice, right? usually, though, I have no idea. So it's kind of fun to, you know, okay, so what's this about? Who am I and why is it a talking shoe, you know, or whatever? (laughs) Just it's fun that way because it's kind of spontaneous. I kind of like that.
2: So, Jason, you know, you admitted to us that uh, you don't you don't watch a lot of anime in particular. Mm -hmm. So what what is your thing? What do you like to watch when you're, you know, you got free time if you're going to watch something?
3: uh honestly i'm uh uh, i'm i I, oh it varies uh i mean usually if i (laughs) thankfully no although honestly that may lower my blood pressure a little bit and maybe good for me but um (laughs) no i i i like to watch um oh gosh Hmm. lately i've been trying to introduce some friends to uh some shows that i really like like uh peaky blinders is one that i really mm-hmm. like so it's i a like a lot show. of like live action yeah peaky Blinders* is great
0: really good, yeah. Um,
3: things like that and uh you know I, so a lot of uh more live action uh drama things you know i was introducing someone to hannibal not too long ago which mm-hmm. you know was is exactly what it was and right. um <laughs> you know so that kind of thing and not that i don't watch animation at all but you know i
4: yeah.
3: if i'm going for something late at night while i'm sitting down with some friends having a a drink or something, you know, I'll throw on something like that. Um, okay. Or something goofier, you know, I can throw on I can throw on the room or something and just enjoy it. <laughs> hey, I, hey,
0: there we go. <laughs> when we was just talking, about the, we was just talking the
3: about the room just talking about the room. I have I have uh the DVD copy I have has been signed by Tommy Wazoe twice in two different locations. And nice. one, and one of them so the very first one says to Jason love Tommy Wazoe. And to this <laughs> day I'm like huh? <laughs> yeah it's so many uh classic
1: moments from that movie uh I don't know, and it's like you know, you can go on YouTube and just watch the clips, and like that's what I recommend for anybody who uh, who wants to just have like a a good laugh. Oh god! Um, yeah. But but I feel like every time I watch the clips, like it it never gets old. Like the no. one clip where he picks up the the huge tube TV <laughs> and like, he picks it up like nothing and just yeah. and, and he turns toss- it into
3: stock footage as it falls down.
1: Yeah, I'm just like I'm like, how strong is this man? And just. So many uh, catchphrases from the movie, like, oh, 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 hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Yeah, yeah. I did not hit her. It's not true.
0: I did not. (laughs) I
1: did not. not. (laughs) Hi, Mark. And they're always just throwing the football... What's funny oh, about dear. the room
3: is that um, for one thing, when it's safe to do so, if you haven't seen it live, you totally need to, because it's amazing. Um, there's so many like weird, it's sort of a Rocky horror uh, tradition things where, yeah. you know, every time you see the the table side where there's the framed picture of the spoon, you have to yell spoon and throw plastic spoons uh-huh. at the screen uh-huh. and things like that. Um, <laughs> I've yeah, heard so about that just, before. Yeah, it's just ridiculous nonsense like that. You know, at, at one point during the party when uh, Tommy's looking around and stuff, everybody runs up to the bottom corner of the screen and they go, Johnny, down here, down here. Cause he looks down there and goes, <laughs> right, "Yeah,
0: yeah." <laughs> at one point, you know, and so he looks like he's
3: pointing at them. Yeah, so just like weird little traditions like that are really fun. But what's what's interesting about the room to me is that uh, it does have like really good rewatchability value. As opposed to because, you know, everyone's like, it's the worst movie ever made. And it's like, eh, I think that there are worse movies than that that don't right have good rewi- like, you know, I can only watch Burdemic Shock and Terror, like maybe once every couple years, hmm. you know, and then I have to put it down for a minute and not not look at it again, because that one's a slug to get through. But the room is just such a weird phenomenon that it never gets old for me. I love the room.
0: <laughs> the room to me, to me, is one of those ones where it's so bad, it's kind of good yeah you know, absolutely it, it's like a yeah. car wreck you know you can't like look yeah. away but it's horrible yeah.
3: but weirdly it's like it's like a car wreck that someone orchestrated like it's really weird yeah. somehow everything crumples in just the right way <laughs> and yet it's still horrific
0: however though i did enjoy the hulu um i can't remember the dude the actor's name seth rogan's boy
1: Je- james franco james Franco. yeah
0: yeah
3: yeah that's you know
0: legitimately a really good movie about oh, like yeah. that whole situation
3: Oh yeah. You know what though? Um, the, I, it's a very, it's a great film. I I enjoy it, but they change a lot because it's based on the book that Greg, the guy who plays Mark wrote right. called the yeah. disaster artist. And it tells a lot more about the kind of awful stuff that Tommy did. And you know, right. but the movie version, Tommy had approval of, so that's why they changed it. You know, like, ah, oh, everyone laughed at the first showing and stuff. Right, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was confused and weirded out. by. That's the what I showing. told banks the yeah. other day. Yeah. Nobody laughed and enjoyed it and everything, you know, but, and also if you ever, if you are ever going to read the book, which I do recommend you do, uh, if you like, grab the audiobook Cause Greg reads it himself and his mm-hmm. impression of Tommy is perfect. It's <laughs> incredible. It's so good. So him doing all of the Tommy quotes is just like, yeah, like he's you've in ever... the room with him.
0: If you've never seen an interview with this dude, he is I don't I don't know words to describe him, but he's an odd
3: dude. He's like. the weirdest man in the world.
1: <laughs> Bro, I thought you was going to say something completely different. I thought you was going to say he's an awesome person. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, he's he like, he's fear he, of the God, realm. <laughs> yeah, I literally can't
0: think of adjectives
1: for this mm-hmm. guy. Dude, he's just They weird, haven't been created.
0: Weird. Yet. Yeah, he's weird, and I don't yeah. like using that term cuz like I a lot of us are weird, but it's like a weird weird. It's oh, like Oh, not a,
3: weird. No. He's weird to the weird people.
0: Yeah, it's
1: thanks. You're a little
3: around the edges. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just,
0: I mean, I just try to be. Uh,
1: I just try to be there for everyone. I try to be everyone's hero. What's
0: that like Michael. There you go. But they ain't got nothing to do with what we're talking about. You see, yeah, it, it does. I gotta
3: be like, there for you, like, yeah. you,
0: I try... you call it rough around the edges, and he's like, "Well, I gotta be there for him." Yeah, yeah, I I do. Do. okay. Hey, I, I gotta got say hey,
1: I got to be there like the Flash, and I'm talking about the CW. Like Endeavor, Flash. you got to be there, there like Endeavor. I picked the right shirt today. <laughs> no, definitely but, um... not Flash. <laughs> <laughs> but Jason, I wanted to ask you because uh, to go back to the whole Mark Hamill thing. Mm-hmm. Now, because you can do like his voice, like spot on. Uh, were there any other celebrities that you can do
3: really good voice impersonations of? Uh, some of them are entirely useless. Um, like, uh, like, if I do a little bit of James Mason, like, no one really needs a James Mason impression. They're not going to remake 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea <laughs> or anything like that. So, you know, that's, or, you know, Salem's Lot or anything. So that's kind of a useless one, but it's one that I always keep in my back pocket anyway. Um, but funny thing, and it actually ties into Mark Hamill. Um, we, uh, when we were doing the first, uh, Transformers show that we did, uh, which was Combiner Wars, Titans Return and Power of the Primes, Mm uh, for the third season. And I guess the second season was the first shows up. Uh, there's the Decepticon God Megatronus, um, who, uh, they hadn't cast yet. So they wanted to do a, uh, uh, they wanted me to lay down a scratch track for the character, um, just so that they could start animating and then they could have someone dub it in later when they started casting him and everything. And so, uh, uh, so I did sort of a Tony J sort of thing, you know, down here and whatever, and uh, that was fun. And you know, Megatron, why are you blah blah blah? Whatever the line was, I'm pretty sure that was exactly it. Um, <laughs> Megatron, why are you blah blah? Pretty sure. I like that. Yeah, right. I mean, it gets the point across real. Yes, real it quick, does. So it's and it's threatening, um, very <laughs> scary. But um, apparently, what happened was because they cast Mark Hamill to play Megatronus, so I got oh, wow. to have scenes with him as Megatron, but. Um, so apparently what the showrunner told me was that uh, they played the, my scratch track for him to, you know, under, to hear the beats and stuff and he just right. goes, "What do you need me for? This is great." And I'm like, <gasps>
0: "Yeah, holy <Mark> camel." <laughs> yeah.
3: You know, just so I'm just sitting like, you know, hyperventilating like <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I never got a chance to meet him while we were recording but uh because they weren't allowed to say that he was involved yet so right. you know, when, I, when i went in to record megatron i was like so uh megatronus what do we got for that and they're like oh mark hamill came in yesterday i'm like what? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Damn, it's you didn't tell me so you know but that's that's my that's my almost meeting mark Hamill story right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so i right? we have to make it happen it's just
1: like we got to put it out there in the ether. It's like everybody yes. that's watching I and listening TV. right now. We need to make this happen,
3: please. Oh Some, I mean,
1: Brad knows people. Trav's friends with uh, Dwayne Johnson. Oh dang! Well, there you go.
0: Good old DJ. <laughs> yeah,
1: Brav, you can make stuff happen. Now to keep it on the Transformers <laughs> talk, like how was it voicing iconic villain like Megatron? And, like.
3: Um it was kind of daunting at first honestly because like uh you know that was a chunk of years ago at this point um so i was in like my late 20s um but uh yeah it was um it was weird because when i first got the audition i auditioned for megatron starscream uh you know all the the whole bunch of other characters that were there and uh um they showed us, uh, we didn't have a visual for him at the time. So I just sort of looked at, you know, pictures of Megatron and whatnot. Cause I wasn't a huge Transformers fan when I was a kid, I was familiar enough. I knew that Optimus is this guy and Megatron is this guy. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, so I was thinking like, well, what kind of, how about his voice is just like a rumbling engine and he just sounds like this and he's got big teeth and whatever (laughs) did that for the audition. And then, uh, when I got cast, they, um, uh switched it we we figured out this way to to make it a little less harsh so it sounds like this but then it goes down into the growl as we do it and then it comes back out again so um so we figured out a way to kind of even that out a little bit so it's not just uh, all the time um so what was weird though is that i didn't really have any preconceived notions uh going in because you know i knew that frank welker voiced him and uh david Kay and uh you know, uh, a whole bunch of other uh yeah, Cory Burke. Hugo Burton. weaving
0: in the movies, so it's like pretty studs.
3: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Hugo weaving in the films, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so it was it was a weird kind of but it didn't really you know, when you send off an audition, the usual rule is, you know, don't want it too badly. Right. So I sent I sent it off and was like, Okay, well, that'll never happen. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's <laughs> enough of that. Um, but uh thankfully, you know, they did come and get me for Megatron and then I was like Oh, yeah, there's some responsibility here. Because those first few uh, first few seasons of the, the first show right. uh, were, you know, post uh, Megatron and Optimus have been banished. So right. Megatron's kind of super a little punchy, a little, he's not exactly more, <laughs> you know, scary, uh, maniacal villain anymore. Um, so the fans tended to call him sassy Megatron because he would just sort of not take anyone's crap which was great. Um, Yeah, exactly, because he would just, you know, like, what was that you always used to say, Prime? Oh, yes, transform and roll out, you know. um, Just making fun of Optimus. (laughs) Yeah, he
2: did that that. a lot. Yeah, so, Uh, yeah, exactly. So
3: there was a lot of that in there, which was fun. Uh, So in that way, uh, it was, it kind of felt, the pressure was a little off because it was just a kind of a different but the same version Mm -hmm. of Megatron. But I guess what helped a lot was that uh, they didn't say, you know, like, imitate Frank Welker or whatever. You know, they didn't really have, uh, any specific ideas. So the fact that they picked me was uh was really fun. And so now we're doing it on Netflix for another yeah. show. So
2: now Jason, um yeah keeping it with the voice acting, uh Banks asked you about any other impressions you could do, but were there any other voice actors that you kind of took inspiration
3: from? Um you mean for Megatron specifically?
2: No, in general.
3: Oh in general. Anything um, yeah just in general. Gosh uh, yeah, I mean, for, uh, for some characters, uh, I, I draw on, um, uh, folks like, um, Jonathan Freeman as Jafar was, uh, was mm, nice one of those. Choice. For nice. uh, Yeah, that was for, um, uh, Prince Renathal for World of Warcraft. Um, mm. I, I took, so he's a combination, a little bit of Jonathan Freeman, a little bit of Michael Crawford as the Phantom of the Opera and a mm. little bit of Jeremy Brett as Sherlock Holmes. So we end up getting this sort of very, you know, good evening, (laughs) Moorwalker. And so, you know, and he goes up and down in this very English sort of way. And I finally got to play a vampire. So that was that was fun. But um, yeah, but you know, some of the some of the more like biting moments and things like that were uh, definitely borrowed from a a few different sources. But um, that's what's kind of nice about um, doing certain characters is that even if it's a bad impression, you can use that to make a good voice. Right. You know, so like, because it doesn't sound particularly like any one of those actors, but Mm-mm. altogether it can kind of make this thing. So I always thought that that was fun. And that's what I did for that character.
2: Vocally play with it like clay, kind of.
3: Exactly. So you get what you like. Yeah, nice. exactly. You just take a few different kinds of clay, put them all together and voila. That's voila. absolutely right. Yeah.
2: Now I do have a second question for you. You said that uh Transformers coming up wasn't particularly your thing did you did you have you know favorites i know you you did mention that you played instruments coming up mm-hmm. and sometimes that can eat a lot of your time that's just how it I can go. sure yes.
3: but mm-hmm. i was a big star wars kid nice. i love star wars still do love star mm-hmm. wars always always nice. love to be in a star wars thing putting that out in the universe too oh um, yeah put that in but uh, yeah put it in the yeah ether. exactly um, so yeah, I was, I was always a big Star Wars guy and that was, uh, it came from like, uh, my grandfather used to, uh, I think possibly because, you know, he's a World War II vet and everything. So I think he liked kind of the dogfight aspect of, uh, the Death Star trench run and everything like that. And a new mm-hmm. hope, um, mm-hmm. because, you know, it was like straight up, you know, shots taken from World War II, like dogfight footage or whatever. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I remember, was a really really little kid and it's only a vague flash of a memory but i went into his house we were visiting the family and stuff, and that was on. And I was just sort of transfixed by, you know, this guy in this weird big black helmet and ships flying around. And you know what? I was probably four or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I distinctly remember that. And then he he stopped the tape, rewound it, and we watched it from the beginning. And from then on, I was hooked. And I've uh, I still don't watch it in any other way other than the uh, <laughs> the original trilogy VHSs. Mm-hmm. I, I only watch those on VHS because I just don't don't much care for the special edition ones. Yes, yeah, yeah. like, oh, especially don't like when they changed. You know like that CGI
0: up. they went in and added.
3: When they have 18, <laughs> 18 do backs in the background yeah. for reason. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but um uh but yeah, Star Wars has always been you know a big thing for me. Close so to I, the I, heart. Love, yeah, exactly. Like it, like means it means man. a lot to me now. Yeah. How did As you feel should. about the new trilogy? uh started off really really fine
2: um i love that answer leave it right there leave it right (laughs) that's
3: that's about that's about how i feel about that it (laughs) uh, it went off the rails a little i mean my thing is like okay if you're gonna you know the The force awakens starts off and it has kind of the same beats to a new hope for the sake Mm -hmm. of making it feel familiar which is a smart idea yeah um but then uh you know we get to the last jedi which granted upon the first watching was like oh man what did they do but it's like then you know at least it tried to do something different and then the problem is that in the third one jj's like no we're gonna take all that back and go back to what i was doing or whatever you know and that's when it gets all out of hand and everything was retconned from the second movie and it's like just build on what was there okay even if it's not yeah. what you wanted just build Right.
0: Well, i mean again um you know just going back to last jedi when you have a guy like Mark Hamill that knows this character inside and out, and he publicly yeah. comes out and trashes the movie and yep. says, you know Luke would be never bad. be like this. Yep. You yep. need to consult with, not every actor needs to be consulted or whatever, but a guy like Mark Hamill, who's been playing Luke for 40 years, Damn right. yeah. certainly needs to be consulted on that script sure. and get his feelings about things. Yeah, and, absolutely. I mean, you know, they ended up kicking him off the press tour, you know, because yep. he was just yep. trashing the movie and interviews. Yep because I like, mean Mark Hamill gives no Fs you know yeah, what I mean he's going to say yeah. what's on his mind Exactly and, you know same I mean on you know solo. it
3: it hasn't changed my love of Star Wars or anything No no I mean it definitely you know but it is like uh, not not my favorite uh, favorite yeah. conclusion to that particular set of stories now The Mandalorian that the is Star incredible love the, so is the bad batch
0: if you've been watching the bad batch. i
3: have started to watch that you know i when uh, when the bad batch first showed up in uh uh the uh rebels was the rebels or clone wars when did they show up? clone wars um mm-hmm. when they first showed up uh I was like, man, these like ninja turtle archetypes, you know, know, there's the tech one and there's the strong one and there's the leader one. You know, it just, it felt really derivative to me. So I didn't really like them in those episodes, but in the bad batch, I'm really liking what they're doing. I think that that smooths out kind of the, the jolt of, wait a minute, why do we have five episodes dedicated to these random people we've never met before? Um, so yeah, I'm liking the bad batch a lot now. Um, I, 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 have to keep watching it, but I'm I'm a couple episodes in, so I'm pleased. I like how it's going.
0: Yeah, D. Bradley Baker killing it. You know,
3: oh, he's so on good. all the roles. Oh, he's you know so I mean, good he's done, at yeah, giving yeah. them each an individual sound yeah, and all the same. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, he's genius. Yeah, I'm
1: really hoping that if it does ever happen, you know, it's out there in the ether. But if they can get Sebastian Stan to play Luke Skywalker,
3: ah, uh, yeah, because, I remember that. I, mean, I remember seeing that.
1: I mean, like yeah, he lo- yeah. he looks like he can be his. He looks like he can be Mark Hamill's son.
3: You know he really saying. does. Like it's I'd never thought about it before, but it really does.
0: Yeah. And since we're talking about it, man, I gotta talk about the ending of you know uh, season two of Mandalorian when Luke shows up. Oh
3: my god, oh god. Banks, yeah. what is
0: his name? The guy that plays the main protagonist, like in real life, Pedro? A main, a Pedro yeah. Pascal. No, 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 no. That's I'm sorry, I meant the antagonist. Uh you know, the older black gentleman, yeah, Giancarlo yeah.
3: Esposito. Thank yeah. you, yeah, yeah. dude.
0: This dude, when Luke showed up and like this dude just sold it, man. Cause you got to yeah. think, like Luke was like a myth. Like oh, this yeah. dude took out two Sith Lords. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like to these guys, this guy's like the scariest like, man walk in the universe. Yeah. He yeah, yeah. a ghost that
3: a ghost. Dude, like, just and he sold it.
0: Like you could see oh, in God, his face, yeah. he was scared. Yeah, so yeah. scared. Yeah. And yeah, dude, that moment was. That's probably I the, most that movie that that was yeah. the most epic moment in Star Wars. That was the most epic moment in Star Wars I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't
3: expecting yeah, was that. At all. And it looked good too. It looked really, really good like that. Yeah, just, oh my God.
1: Just the whole thing where it's just like they only sent one X Wing. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I was like,
3: now. No.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They only sent right. one X Wing. That's uh, all you need, brother. <laughs>
3: that's all you need. That's all you need. Just to get that's him from point need. A to point B. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so of Jason, course, Paige.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to praise pedro a little bit because again we're talking about a guy that wears a helmet for his whole life Mm -hmm. and when he takes that off he really sells that he wears nothing but a helmet like us we can move our eyes but even him like he turned his whole body Mm -hmm. like he like this dude just sold it man yeah oh yeah Mm
3: -hmm. and can we talk about a show making really weird and interesting use of werner herzog right like that was I did not realize until the until the trailer came out and he was just like hello I would like to see the baby and whatever like just like wait a minute Werner Herzog's in Star Wars that, that actually is, works really uh, well I don't know why but it he does. was the
2: he was in uh, Jack Reacher he did a really good job oh of it. yeah was that's, he, that's, he was the main Attack. that's where, yeah he was the the wolf or something like that they called him I can't like well that. he was like a uh, he escaped from like a prison or got yeah. released and. He was like a terrorist, basically.
3: Mm -hmm. He's just such an. His voice is amazing. Yeah, right. So strange. I so eerie. I love it. Yeah, he's really spooky. Honestly, we should have him be in more stuff to be just take up the trailer dialogue from now on because he's so effective in that Mandalorian bit. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. narrator. Oh yeah, but Mandalorian (laughs) was just spectacular, and Tamara Morrison coming back for Boba Fett was oh god. Oh oh, yeah. Thank you.
2: I Got always, it. I always liked Boba Fett growing up, and it was just like people were like, well, that guy he died, and then it was cool to get some, you know, closure. Didn't much of a badass he really yeah.
3: was. But you didn't exactly. Yeah. Yep. Finally, he gets to come back. Yes. Was, it was. It was amazing.
1: But yeah. it's one of those things because it's like, remember in the first episode we see uh, Josh Duhamel and he's wearing the armor, right? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I'm just like, yo, is like, do you think we're gonna see Boba Fett? And then Boba Fett shows up.
2: Once and you see the armor, bro,
1: you yeah. know. Yeah. You had yeah. to know in your heart. You had mm. to know. It was, that, it, it was uh, like the Tony Stark and Cap moment. Yeah. Did you know? <laughs> did you know?
4: Oh, my
1: God. Now, Jason, I wanted to ask you, because besides doing, like, voiceover work in animation, you've done voiceover work in video games. Like, yes. how, how different is it to, you know, do the voiceover stuff in video games compared to animation?
3: uh video games uh honestly i would say that one of the big differences is just um that there's a lot more there's just a lot more to do um you know cuz you have uh a lot of the efforts that aren't the giant fighting efforts are like you know uh pick up a small object you mean abc take you know right. pick up a medium object you mean abc take pick up a heavy object an abc take you know so it just mm. becomes a lot of yeah. <laughs> you know things like that yeah so Mm -hmm. it's um you know it's uh uh so it's it's a little weird that way because i always like doing dialogue stuff more uh but then you get to that part of it and it's kind of like winding down for the day or like cleaning up after a meal or something you know like i don't want to scrub this pot but it's got to be done you know yeah it (laughs) kind of feels like that um you know some of it's crazy fun because uh uh you know you get a direction like you know okay you're getting stabbed with a chainsaw sword and then it gets turned on you know so you get to like <laughs> you know or whatever like it gets to be you get to do crazy weird stuff yeah um so that's always fun
0: you know it's always weird to me in video games specifically but they do doing an animation too what's that is i've never seen so much grunting to do activities as oh, yeah. you in video games it's like oh yeah. I've never seen anybody pick up the hammer and uh, yeah, yeah. like never, ever yeah. in oh, yeah. real life. Oh, yeah. ever. <laughs> you talking
2: talk
3: about that, that <laughs> Zelda dialogue. No. That's all, oh, that's all yeah. Link can do. Yeah, it's true. Poor Link was never taught how to speak. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, honestly, it's kind of like that with, uh, that's kind of something that bugs me in movies, but it's with sound effects where someone right. like holds up a gun and it makes a cocking sound. It's like, but you didn't do anything you know and things like or you know you just point it or whatever like it just it has to everything has to make a noise Noise. yeah yeah hiding you know or like you draw a knife and it goes shing it's like why does it do that the sheath is like leather it didn't make a shing noise whatever you know it's it's just one of those things where you just have to fill dead air with something yeah like the power rangers
0: every time they move you hear the gust of wind that's
3: true yeah (laughs) that must be really annoying when you're trying (laughs) to sneak around but um, yeah, so I think that's one of the bigger uh, differences between animation and video games is that video games, you just have more of these s- efforts and sounds to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but also that uh, um, sometimes you, can, you get to be a lot more specific. Uh, but I, I think that that's mainly it for me is that uh, you, you have to deal with a whole lot more efforts and grunts and jumps and falls and pains of different varying kinds and things like that. So that's that's the big difference for me. And sometimes it's uh you know more challenging but uh i love it um it's funny everybody uh is always very nice up front they're like okay so we're gonna save the efforts to the end so that you don't you know have to but if at any point your voice hurts because you know i do that kind of stuff a lot so you know they're like if at any point your voice hurts i'm like don't worry about it i can do it it's fine just bring me a whole pot of tea and a cup (laughs) and some honey and i'll be fine because that's what i do i'll just like you know have throat coat and honey and like and just drink it constantly
0: do you have a vocal coach at all or anything that kind of helps you i do not
3: no 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 no, i do not i usually just follow like uh general advice of (laughs) i'm just a no (laughs) that's definitely not it no 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 because i've (laughs) I've, you know bruised myself a few times but uh, nothing too nothing too crazy thankfully but um you know i just follow the uh the general thought of, you know, try and have something warm on your throat. If you feel it's starting to hurt, stop. You know, don't audition with a voice that you can't maintain for at least four hours. You know, that kind of thing. So usually I just try and go in with uh, you know, making sure that I'm all straight on everything first rather than having to deal with the aftermath later.
1: Right. Yeah, because I know when we had Ken Michael on, uh he voiced uh protagonist in the Saints Row video games. Ah. And, and he was saying that uh, you know, you just have to do these lines sometimes where it's just like, uh, like if you're on fire and you just got to keep on screaming, like yep. there's like, there's so many times where your character can be dying or falling. And uh, sometimes it does take a toll on your voice because it's like, like, you might be doing, uh, 30 recordings of you just dying. Oh and, yeah. And, and you have to scream or, you know, so it's, it's interesting to hear, um, you know, the voice actors take on, uh, you know, doing these, these lines of dialogue because they can be, uh, very tiring on your voice.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. it can. And, you know, you can get like throat bleed and stuff like that. If you push yourself too hard, you know, you bust open your throat and thankfully I've never had to deal with that. And I would Oof. like to not, yeah. but, um, yeah, that can be, that can really wreck you. Especially if you have another session afterwards or something, mm-hmm. you have to cancel that. Yeah. It can get bad. No,
1: it's just crazy because it's like, when you think about, uh, like Funimation, when they first, uh, started getting the ball rolling with uh dragon ball z and Uh, like on oh god it was a lot of screaming you know what i'm saying so can you imagine if uh like anime was was as big as it is now back then and it's just like oh god it's just like like when sean had said he passed out when he did the super saiyan 3 goku scene
3: Uh, can you imagine
1: like going to work the next day and having to try and I record a calmer characters character, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So
3: And especially if you're on a schedule or something, you yeah. know I'm like, yeah, I can't imagine doing that. Somebody get my, his
1: phone and cancel
2: everything.
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> my least favorite thing is uh being late to anything. So especially if it's mm. like for a medical reason, I'm like, damn it, I, I'll oh, I can't do it. All right, fine. <laughs> you know, so then it just but it just takes a toll on my sanity, like, but no, I had to cancel it or move it and I'm late. And I you know, or whatever, but at least it keeps me from walking in the door. 10 minutes after it started so
1: so to piggyback off of uh the video game stuff um like are there any video games that you currently play now or were there any favorites that you had growing up
3: i can answer the second part can't answer the first one uh I don't, i'm not much of a gamer i don't watch a lot of anime and i don't play a lot of video games i'm i'm that guy um uh but uh no uh, growing up though yeah absolutely uh especially because uh my my grandma uh rest in peace she uh had she used to have um uh an nes and a super nintendo so you know i grew up playing those um you know all the the original mario games one you know Mm -hmm. the original and then two and three uh super street fighter um you know contra 3 uh super Mm -hmm. mario world all that so i'm a big platformer guy if you just give me a character and a platformer i'm happy but I can't do these like online crazy multiplayer, yeah. everyone shooting, everything's chaos. Like I can't, you know, I can't do that. Not for everybody. No, that that just does not work with my brain. I, I that's too much to pay attention to all at once, and I I, I can't can't focus on all that. So. Um, so I've never like played Valorant or anything like that. And I've been yeah. I've been told like yeah. I should. And I'm like, this is like for esports, like big time gaming people. I definitely don't want to try <laughs> and play this. Um, but I like watching other people play it and I like watching other people play video games. But honestly, the last like system and set of games I bought was uh uh the PS2 and it was uh uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter that Django Fett mm. game. Oh, yeah. That I game actually, rocks. I actually that have that rocks.
2: on my PS4 right now.
3: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. you can Does it yeah, work on can't. the PS4? No, well, no, they they, they re-released the, uh, it. PS-
2: the ps
4: oh, now yeah it, it has a bunch okay. of old
2: titles and i yeah i'm actually playing oh, now it now i'm gonna
1: have to buy this is fun oh, it's yeah. so good yeah I love you can get all the game. old
2: stuff well a lot of old stuff up there so Not,
1: really? they don't oh, have yeah. they don't have everything but they do Not have everything. like some they of the yeah i mean
3: hey if they have that i'm happy and yeah, they got
0: them both on the bound, uh, bounty hunter one and two mm-hmm. up there okay.
2: and they're on the switch so oh
3: mm-hmm. man oh that's fantastic yeah i had no idea um, i think that's yeah. the
2: the fun thing about just the sidestep well we're kind of on video games sure but like nintendo that's what's always so fun about them no matter when you played them they always find a way to keep it available you know the past titles yeah. and stuff so if like the yeah. new stuff isn't for you you can go back and play your platforms
3: that's exactly it yeah i love I- them for that yeah, because I mean, I have that uh, that little uh, Super Nintendo Mini thing that they came out mm-hmm. with. Recently, yeah, so I've got yep. all those games on that, and that's just a delight to throw yeah, on. Yeah, like, like if you want to just kick like back and, nostalgia.
2: Yeah, if yeah. you want to just kick back after a long day and just play a platformer, you know, yeah. nobody's going to come up and shoot you. You know, exactly. <laughs> you just, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, you don't have to worry
3: about your internet connection. Yeah, there's Something no trolls in there. No trolls.
2: Just goombas.
3: Just goombas. yeah. No trolls. Just goombas. Just that's right
1: (laughs) (laughs) now jason uh one thing i wanted to say is uh first off i want to say that your grandmother she sounds like an awesome person because she had a nintendo and a SNES. like this is the second time that we've had a guest up here who has said uh like something cool about their grandmother we had harvey tolebao up here and he said that his grandma she collected comic books and like she was oh, the reason awesome she was the reason that he became a comic book artist and huh. i just think that it's awesome when you just like yeah my grandma she had a nintendo and the an SNES. it's like my grandma didn't have any of that stuff like your grandma <laughs> sounds way cooler than my grandma you, you, know, what, you know what you know what's crazy
3: too is that uh oh yeah mine yeah sure but um what's funny is that my grandma also she um uh would like um she would play Tetris a lot. So much so mm, that uh mm-hmm. by the time she passed the uh tube TV that was one of the tube TVs downstairs when it was turned off the black screen just had the Tetris thing like burned into it. Oh, oh wow. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty sweet. And what's weird is that she would not play it like, you know, like this. She would play it with the thing facing away from her and pushing the buttons like this. Oh wow. That's how she would use the old square controller. Mm. It was crazy. I'm just like She a fighter pilot. Of- she must've been something, you know, wow. like, I, I don't know what it was. Secret agent, something or other. Cause that's crazy. I have never, I've tried to never do that ever since that. then. And I'm just Uh-oh. like, I can't, I have to look at it and I have to use my thumbs, you know? So I, yeah, she, she was crazy. She was hey, don't I ask, polite, don't though. tell. Don't exactly. I mean, Hey, it, it was tell. clearly a secret. I am not, not a member of that Mason lodge. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what that was. But,
1: uh, <laughs> you know. Now, now to take it back to voice acting, like, you've done some work. I mean, we already talked about Transformers and we talked about Dragon Quest, but you've been in some top-level animes, like Hunter x yeah. Hunter, uh, One Punch Man, Yasha Hime, which is the, you know, sequel to Inuyasha. And, of course, my favorite, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Diamond is Unbreakable. <laughs> uh, and it's it's just awesome because it's just like, you know, I I, not, I, mean, I don't want to say I grew up watching this because I just watched it a couple years ago. But it's like, I feel like, uh, you know, we've had a lot of voice actors and actresses from part four of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Diamond is Unbreakable. So how was it being on that, like, I know that you say that you didn't watch a lot of anime and whatnot, but did you know, or did you ever see any of the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure memes online? Because that's how I got into the series.
3: Um, no, that was another one where I was like, okay, what's this? Because that was my first uh, time working at Bank Zoom for uh, uh, for anime. Mm-hmm. And so, <clears throat> you know, they sent me this, uh, they said, hey, you've been cast in uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, Diamond is Unbreakable, as Keicho Nijimura. And I'm like, okay, what's that? And I looked it up and I'm like, oh the character okay he's a big military guy okay i kind of look like, like guy no. he's yeah exactly right and i'm like do you have any? i'm like he must use so much product to get his hair up that high and then push over and everything <laughs> like he's just got to dump a bucket of stuff on his head like i don't i can't imagine but um yeah doing that was really fun uh especially because uh uh you know, everybody else in the cast was so good and and easy to play. A a lot of people had recorded before I had, so it was easy to, you know, hear their lines playing off of mine as I got to record stuff. So that was a lot of fun, though, because, again, one of those, like, uh, you know, I didn't expect uh because i didn't know anything about it so going mm. in i had no expectations whatsoever and then i'm like okay so i'm this guy and he's got a bunch of little army dudes that are in bad company worst company because we can't say mm-hmm. bad company and okay yeah and he uses them to do the thing and fight that guy who's got that thing which is a big okay wait a minute you know so like it was just a lot of um i had to have a tony oliver was directing it and i had to i had to take a moment a couple of times just be like all right so wait where are we and he's like okay so here's what it is. And he would explain it to me in the most succinct, excellent way possible. Cause Tony is a brilliant guy. And, uh, I mean, it was all gravy from there. Like, you know, my thing with pretty much anything I, I do or watch is like, I'm, I'm never one of those people that's like, you know, Oh, I can't believe this. Why does star Lord have a Walkman in space? Where does he get the batteries? You know, like I'm not one of yeah. those people. If you just lay out the rules of the world, and say that that's how it works, okay. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of, you know, it's kind of like with JoJo, it's like some people have these things called stands that somehow you get by shooting an arrow through the thing, you know, whatever. Um, So that whole thing, I'm like, okay, great. I understand how it works, let's go. So it was a lot of fun from that point. Uh, uh, getting to play this character, especially because he's a clean-shaven guy. He's kind of, you know, angular in the face. He's well coiffed. He's uh, he's not, you know. I usually get older mentor characters or big scary bad guys. So it was yeah. fun playing kind of a kind of a, an attractive man. You know, it was it was interesting that way.
1: I know that uh, they came out with the live-action movie, and did they have? I when I saw it originally, it was sub and. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know because I know sometimes they uh, they do a dub for the live action movies. Now did they do a dub for that movie? And okay, so there was. I have
3: no idea. Uh, okay. I I didn't do it, um, but I so I I'm not sure. Um, I remember that that's one of the things that definitely comes up when you Google it, though, is that a lot of the live action stuff. Um, but no, I, I've never seen. Is it any good? Should I should I watch it? Oh or? yeah, yeah. I I thought yeah. it was a really
1: good movie. Um, okay. You, now so is this JoJo? Yeah, yeah, this is JoJo. Okay. Now, when oh, okay. when it comes to a lot of uh, anime adapted films, like they they're really not
3: that good. But uh, kind of like D and D films, where it's like, ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> great. <Yeah. laughs> How would they get Jeremy Irons in this? You know, <laughs> <laughs>
1: but no, but no, it was really good. Uh, I enjoyed it, and I know that uh, a Rocky he thought that it was a good film because the last ah. time one of his his creations was in theaters he walked out because of how bad it was so, yeah so that uh, may be
3: the worst slap in review for anything is like so ah uh, yes the creator left <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, not dang. good definitely you know? not good yeah i mean it's, it's kind of
1: similar to what uh toriyama for dragon ball evolution like oh the,
3: boy that i remember bad.
1: he said that he didn't have any input in it at all clearly Jeez. Cool. Yeah,
3: that awesome. was a that was a rough movie that was a rough movie yeah
1: <laughs> uh, yeah it was uh it still wanted which is kind of a shame movie.
3: because like everyone who's in it is a certifiably good
1: actor Actor, yeah
2: they just couldn't do it
1: no yeah, some of them went off to continue to have success in hollywood yeah, after that movie Sure, you know?
2: good but... that's great to hear mm-hmm.
1: yeah
0: well i think most actors have been in some stinkers
2: yeah Oh, sure, yeah, I mean, I mean, but Trav, it's always good to know somebody can still walk after a car accident. No, you no, know? for uh-huh. sure. I mean, yeah, I guess nice you show. know,
0: hey, hey, at one point in time, Captain America had whipped cream on his ass cheek. Uh-huh. That I is mean, true, hey, uh-huh.
4: but look,
2: that movie is hilarious.
4: It yeah, is that so that was like, America's that's different,
2: ass. yeah. And that was
0: yeah.
3: still America's yeah. ass. That was still America's <laughs> ass, the banana <laughs> split. Uh huh, America split. Nice.
0: <laughs> now, I want to uh talk about the voice recording thing but really just going back to transformers because when you come in there the cool thing about stuff like transformers is the modulation they do to y'all's voices because i mean Mm -hmm. they're not dudes you know what i mean they're robots in disguise Mm -hmm. and um so like when you're doing that stuff are they oxing that stuff out to where like you're getting those effects or you don't even hear what your voice is really going to sound like until you see the finished product
3: uh yeah, it's really not until we see the finished product. Um, thankfully with uh the Netflix show, they really mostly just sort of throw it like a, a sort of mechanical echo right, yeah, over yeah. everybody, like it's nothing too crazy. But in the first three shows, uh, they actually had a different filter on me like every time. Um, yeah, so that was interesting because you know at one point it had sort of a creak under it that was, you know, when I'm already doing this with my voice, so you know I already kind of modulated myself, but um. Yeah, so that I guess helps a little bit, but um, yeah, no. Usually, we don't hear that until in, uh, until it comes out. Because um, I I think actually in uh, going back to Dragon Quest for just a second, I think the original language track in that there was some sort of like almost like doubling up of like if you took the two waves and mm-hmm. doubled them up and then like just moved them a little bit apart from each other, so it has like sort of a sort of a duo effect to it. I think he had sort of that sound on his voice, but they didn't end up doing that for me um cuz i remember asking them i was like are you going to modulate this and they're like we're not sure yet. So it's it's always a crapshoot. We have no idea what it's going to sound like when it comes out. We just go in and do the best we can and hope that uh, whatever filters might be on something uh uh it comes out sounding pretty cool. So thankfully, usually it does. So
1: now i had a question uh we had Brian Overa up here and uh he was telling us that you know for some of the characters that he voiced, he went out and he bought the figures for some of the characters that he did now, I keep waiting for, for
3: you to start this and be like, we were talking to someone and they said that Jason Maranoka is the worst. <laughs> no, no, no. He's he got <laughs> torch lights in his studio. No, you're <laughs> <were goofed> a <laughs> on fire. I don't know what he is. I don't, um, know, but, no, I, but I'm sorry. But <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Honestly, uh, we've
1: never had anybody come up here and say that anybody is this. Like, it's just like, it's just good vibes and, everybody always talks about like how they love working with somebody. Oh, yeah. and, That's thanks. how we
3: try to keep it. You know, you don't yeah. go very far in this voiceover business. If you're not at least, you know, like supportive and cool with everybody. I got to admit, I can't wait until we do get the black sheep in here. Oh, can you and imagine? We find Someone out just out who comes that... in spilling tea everywhere. <laughs> oh, God. That's
2: going to be really weird. Mm. We've had a
1: lot gonna, of awesome They're going to be talking crap about everybody. And, <laughs> and like, and whenever,
2: yeah. whenever she got out of the booth, it just smelled like, you know <laughs> uh, we this
0: this whole unairable episode just <laughs> sitting here yeah we can't put, in we the can't ball, put this
3: out there like it's got to go up her, on her. an extra patreon tier yes, or something yes, you pay for does. that one and we'll, we'll release
1: it for you uh-huh. the black
2: episode what's uh-huh. <laughs> uh, like, that they
1: they're gonna be at trav's house with the pitchforks and, and the nobody <laughs> gonna be in <at> my house <laughs> yeah, that's I'm right try yeah, yeah, Who's on the show Hey, Yours, hey my, 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 name, my oh. name might be on the show, but when they uh, look up the address for when everything, where it's coming from, they're going to come to your <laughs> house.
2: Don't <laughs> <laughs> no worry, Trav, I'm going to pull up at the Batmobile. Oh, I got hey, it. There you that's,
0: go. that's not how that works. So you see that right? back there on the shelf, Trav?
2: I got you. <laughs> <laughs> it might be plastic, but I got you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: but but Jason, like, are there any uh, characters who you voice that you just like, hey, I want to go out and get
3: this figure because it's, it was cool. I have fun voice in this character. Yep, there um, he is. Yeah, I, uh, I I have a few. I have a lot of Megatron stuff now. Um, as a matter of fact, I just uh, it, it should be coming in sometime this week, ideally. But um, I pre ordered the uh, uh there's that three zero company. They put out a War for Cybertron, which is our Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put out a die cast Megatron figure from that show. Yeah, and mm. it looks incredible, and it's super articulated, and it's you know mostly made out of metal. Um, Mm -hmm. So that I absolutely had to get because, you know, they release our character figures in like the lines and stuff like that. And they do have a a paint that I have of uh, the um, the first uh, first season Siege. They had the Megatron where he has like the Netflix paint on him, but it's not exactly accurate. It's close. But this is like the most accurate thing ever. And uh, yes, so I have a lot of uh, a lot of those. I have a lot of Megatrons at this point, including one that's like two feet tall. Um, which is really nice yeah it's eyes light up and it's super like it has articulated fingers and everything like you can pose it doing anything Um, and I got that because uh, I was told you know like try and only grab one Megatron thing at this one TFCon will you because I was a guest there I was like okay so I did I only bought one it's just this big Um, Uh, so you know I I stood by my word Um, yeah and the other the other stuff uh, Frank Todaro who uh, plays Starscream in both shows Uh, he he's a a big transformers guy so he knows you know all the good figures all the third party whatever's, and why you shouldn't do the whatever you know he knows all all there is to know about these figures so occasionally he'll like grab me one that he's like this is one you need in your collection it's really cool so uh yeah so he knows he knows what's up and uh he's a good dude I, i love that man um and so because of that you know i do have a i have a lot of megatrons i have the one keicho nijimura figure that i could find um, nice. a little statuette i do have that um otherwise there's usually not a lot of stuff for my characters uh because my characters are you know uh villains that don't have their thing yet i mean ideally i'll get something for uh orochi the monster king from uh, one punch man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh hopefully he'll get something um because he has a really cool visual uh but otherwise you know I, so I, I try to collect these things but they just don't make a lot of you know i I, I want a Funko Pop of, like, Nanbu from Megalobox or something. You know, I right, want yeah. something like that. But uh, it's hard to find, you know. But when I can, I grab them. Yeah, for Funko, sure. if you
2: give them time, they'll they'll okay. use a release. Some, oh, they some, have to. Because they make everything. Damn right. Yep.
0: I guarantee you know? um, Valorant's going to get a Funko Pop line. I hope I mean, so. Apex, I really Apex want Apex's something. Apex got for it. Valorant. Fortnite's got it. I'm sure that Valorant's going to get it at
3: some That's point. That's true. I mean, they've got to at some point, right? Because, I mean, yep. I know that... Uh, uh, riot themselves are putting out like statues they have uh jet and uh phoenix mm-hmm. uh they have two really cool statues out right now i think they're making them for all the agents right and once they have an omen you better believe i'm grabbing that one because i yeah <laughs> i like that character so he's got a right. cool visual too so i try to grab what i can but it's hard to find some of my characters
0: yeah. right that's well, we good know. Time. You Megatron, so... That's uh, right. right. Yeah. Honestly, that's the, tra-
3: that's the trade-off, right? Is that right. I have an embarrassment of Megatron options. <laughs> and so because of that, I have less of everything else. Like, that's the that's the trade-off with the universe, right?
4: Yes.
1: Yeah, one thing, uh like, growing up, I always wanted to get the Transformers toys, but, like, I've never actually played with a Transformers toy. Like, I played mm-hmm. with You're the Ninja out. Turtles, the yeah. wrestling. But it's like, I just... It's like I remember one time my mom she uh, she was gonna get me it was the beast beast morphers was was that beast, it? Wars? beast wars beast wars yes uh, beast wars thanks come on and uh, <laughs> she she was gonna she was gonna get me the cheetah toy and then I ended up doing something dumb in school and I didn't get the toy so that was on me but uh, I remember
2: I had silver bolt.
1: Love uh, that. Uh, God,
2: I missed that. I mean, yeah. it was just a cool turnout. Go ahead, Trav, take it.
0: No, nah, no. Nah, I, <laughs> I was just going to say, it reminded me of a time I remember I was huge into Jim Carrey when I was a kid, and The Mask uh. was one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even though he won't in it, you know, The Mask animated series was my, mm-hmm. my jam. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah and sure. I remember I went in my parents' closet, you know, towards Christmas time, and uh, I pulled uh, out the mask uh. figure. And, you know, Ah. I I like parading around with it. Right. Like, yeah, I couldn't even contain my excitement. I ratted myself out. (laughs) Hey, guess what? They took back to the store and I never got that.
1: No way. That's (laughs) wild, man. Like, I know a similar story. My cousin, uh, we were over at my aunt's house and she, I think she had ran up to the store or something and. He went into her room, opened mm-hmm. up the closet door, found all the WWE figures, right. opened up everything. Oh, and like man, and then he, on, and then no he tried to tell his his older brother and his sisters, he was just like, Hey, there's stuff in there for y'all too. You're like, y'all need to go ahead and open it up. And so then she comes back home and she goes into their room and like all these wrestling figures are on the floor. And uh she didn't even wrap them up. And like she just said, Well, hey, this is all y'all's Christmas stuff. So Hey, y'all ain't getting nothing for Christmas. You know, can you imagine like waking up on Christmas and be like, oh, I thought we were getting more stuff? It's like, y'all open everything. Well, <laughs> well not y'all. He opened everything. Yeah. It was, it was just why I remember I was just like, does she have anything in there for us? And he was like, I don't know. There's nothing, there's nothing marked. It's just all <laughs> unwrapped
0: Bro, you know, the videos yeah. of specifically, there was one where the kid thought he was getting the Turbo PlayStation 4. Nah, the they, turbo, they took the PlayStation 4 box and you know, wrapped it up. <laughs> Kid opened it up, he's like, I'm getting a PlayStation 4. He's dancing with oh, the yeah. box. Uh-huh. He opened it up, that jank, empty, bro, and he's crying. Oh, yeah, and I'm like, man, I know he's going <laughs> through a heartbreak right now, but I'm laughing.
1: Cause, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah I, I've seen one similar where uh. The kid had opened up the box and it was his report card or something in there and oh my god yeah it's just like you really thought That'd you were going to get a you, you really thought you was going to get a PlayStation 4 with with F's and D's and everything instead like, you're oh. just getting time to think on your sins <laughs> <laughs> Merry Gosh. Christmas. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yo, what's good, everybody? It's me, your boy, Benjamin Banks. And I am talking about our sponsor, Duane O'Neill, who is dropping his new book, Dear Dominic, which you can get off of Amazon, where he pretty much plants a roadmap for his son, Dominic, and tells him how to get through the country as a minority. Make sure that you check his book out and go to Amazon and pick it up. So, Jason, uh, what like out of all of the stuff that you've been a part of, like, what are
3: some of your favorite projects that you've worked on? Oh, man. Um, definitely uh, Transformers, just because, you know, Megatron has become... Yeah, that's I, I've, I've gotten to play, yeah, and I've gotten Sound to play, right. you know, retired Megatron and yeah, yeah. also, like, Warlord Megatron, which has been really yeah. fun. Um, I also... Uh, I did really like uh, doing Dragon Quest, Your Story. That was, that was a lot of fun. Because, again, I don't get to play those kinds of characters very often. Yeah, but those are maniacal villains are some of my favorites, so... Uh, that's definitely one. Um and then honestly, uh Megalobox is big up there because that was the first time I was a main character throughout. Um, and you know, it was uh it was there was a lot of it was the first time I'd worked with Ezra Weiss. Um right. was director on that, and he's just a delight, um, and a really, really good dude. So getting to do that was fun as well. And then getting to play uh, Prince Renathal in uh, World of Warcraft, getting to play a vampire was uh was also incredible. So you know getting to getting to do a lot of those things i am I'm, I'm really grateful i got to you know get to play around in these worlds and stuff i think being anything other than grateful to have opportunities like this is just wrong response i think mm-hmm. and now that he pops up on your screen actually cerberus from uh, disguise 6 right. was a lot of fun too because that was just a weird Unexpected thing. <laughs> that was like you know this little little pug little zombie. Yeah, he's pug a weird looking around. character. Uh, yeah, yeah, hmm? and he just sounds like me, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have to do much cha- most much, much vocal right. change for that one. So, so that was interesting. so Yeah, those are probably my my favorites. I would say. Hell so yeah. uh,
1: one final thing that I want to say, and then Bravdy, the, if y'all have any other questions, come on, you, you already know, know by answer. now, you got to know. You gotta I know, man. I know D D's uh <laughs> this is D's uh section of the interview. But uh <laughs> one last thing I wanted to ask you was uh what advice would you give to anybody that would like to get into the
3: world of voice acting? Um, you know, it's probably been said uh uh many times, many ways, um that uh Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yours um, here's a box for ps4 uh, but, no but I, I i'm pretty sure others have said it before but you know it's as rob paulson says it's uh small v large a the the acting yeah, is the, yeah. the big part of it you know just because you can do goofy voices you know really just try and hone the acting craft as much as possible because it is a craft it's a never evolving thing you don't you know i try and take classes when i can i've taken some with pat fraley and things like that and it's uh mm-hmm. you know you want to just um just continue building and learning as much as possible when I'm in the booth with other actors, which happens rarely, but when it does, you know, I try to watch them and see what they're doing and stuff. It's always just a constant learning process to ever think like, well, I've done my acting time and I don't have to learn how to act anymore. It's like, well, you know, just be open to that. So I guess that would be my advice is just, you know, Take some acting classes, take some voiceover classes, you know, things like that. Really just find where your instrument sits and, uh, and don't be afraid to, to look goofy in the booth because sometimes, right, yeah. you know, you, you do wacky stuff just to get a certain sound. So, mm-hmm. you know, just just have fun. And,
0: that, <laughs> and that's the thing too. It's like, I, I personally, like, I think you would just have natural born talent to do this sort of thing. Cause it's like singers, like some singers are just born with yeah. this voice that they were just meant to sing. And then mm. other people have to, have to at hone it. that craft mm-hmm. and work at it. And anybody exactly. can become a singer. Some people are just born to sing. And yeah. I think it's you know clear, like, the voice that you have is just right. so powerful. It's meant to do this. Yeah, it's yeah. meant to do this. And it was meant to play Megatron, man. because uh, yeah As a guy that's well, a, just you. a huge Transformers fan. And I love the... War for Cybertron series, the trilogy that Netflix uh, did, I'm and out you, of know,
3: taste, I you know, hey,
0: they keep postponing Kingdom, and yeah. I'm gonna need <laughs> Netflix to come correct with my part three ASAP.
3: <laughs> oh, you'll see it sooner. I keep waiting too. I, I never have it. That's the funny thing is a lot of people will be like, you know, hey, when's this coming out? When's that coming? I'm like, yeah,
1: exactly. Oh. I uh,
3: uh, don't NBA's, tell us. I just man. went in and did the thing, and then went home. I don't know what we're doing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't hear nothing. So, but yeah, I'm waiting for that to come out too. I'm really excited to they see.
0: They said, "Hey, uh, they said July." So yeah, we'll that's see. That's what I
3: heard last. Yeah, we'll see. I want to. Uh,
2: I just want to piggyback off of what my man Travis saying. Since we got you here in the room with us, yeah, mm. uh, spiritually, um, take it easy on my man Starscream. You know what I'm saying? Since, <laughs> since I got you yeah. in here, you
3: know, <laughs> well, say it, I've been
2: say to tell. I've been waiting hey. to tell him I can do it. Starts happy.
0: being the business. Yes. Got <laughs> yeah, to remember
3: his place. Look, I already made him captain of the Seekers. What more do you want?
2: <laughs> Classic. Oh yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> of course. Is, my t- is it my turn for my question? <laughs> yeah, banks? Yes. Go Thank ahead. you. Thank you. You honor me truly. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, first, um, what I like to ask our guests here on Leveling Up is: Growing up, was there a horror movie or a TV show that really spooked you and? St- kind of stayed with you was there anything that kind of did that uh,
3: a couple of things sure um one thing one thing was um the the original nightmare on elm street mm. um when uh, when freddie's coming down the alleyway and his arms are stretching yeah. out really uh, wide mm-hmm. that's still super spooky and weird just because there's it doesn't quite move right mm-hmm. that kind of thing is super weird um and also uh still probably one of my favorite horror movies is the uh uh the, the 1960s uh, the haunting um that Mm -hmm. haunting of hill house uh, Mm -hmm. yeah but the haunting is uh super spooky because so much of it is like you know stuff you don't see and you only hear yeah uh, when she's in bed and you sort of hear the people arguing across the in Mm -hmm. the other room or whatever and one of them starts laughing and stuff just really eerie and just oh just thinking about it my spine uh, chills going up and down yeah yeah i'm I'm really specific about my horror like i need to i love it i love asking this question because you just get so many answers and it's fun oh absolutely so fun yeah 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 so those are those are the ones that really stick with me
2: hell yeah and uh the second second question did you have a favorite 80s or 90s movie
3: Ooh, you know what i did uh 80s is definitely a little more up in the air but 90s i still think that the best batman film ever made is mask of the phantasm
4: absolutely oh yeah that, yeah. Really good film. Anime, the, that, yeah
3: that nice. one is definitely my pick for uh probably one of my favorite movies i love mask of the phantasm it okay just, it's on every cylinder and it's just atmospheric and perfect and wonderful and it's gorgeous to look at and the performances are amazing so absolutely yeah you can't that's go the standard next. i have now for you know animated batman yeah. stuff yeah oh too yeah good.
2: too good
1: ah,
3: thanks
2: have you seen that
1: one before Come on. <laughs> All right. And every, that hey, a day? Day, <laughs> Hey, D, this is another time where it's like, I've seen everything that the guests have said. So, uh. well, hold on.
0: You know, you said 80s was up in the air, but it's like, if you were going to throw some toss-ups. That's right, you know, Trav. I like What that. are you juggling? Ah, what are you juggling?
3: Here you come. Right, here it see. comes. All right. So, because initially my my answer was going to be the uh, the 89 Batman. Mm-hmm. um because that counts as the 80s um and that's still you know it's not looking at it objectively it's a little bit like you know jack nicholson just sort of wearing white makeup but yeah it's still you know it, it's it's not really the joker but i still love that movie i do yeah i love um, that movie yeah and uh oh man i'm trying to think of uh oh suddenly i'm second guessing myself if it is an 80s movie or not um mm-hmm. when did or was it a nice when did when did Caddyshack shack come out
0: It came out like '89. I was gonna
3: say I thought it was late '80s. Um, Caddyshack's
0: really funny.
3: Caddyshack Ah. just still hits. It's still honestly there was a thing on Twitter not too long ago that was like favorite one-liners, and Ah. one of them one of them that I was gonna do was the uh, uh, my answer initially was gonna be the. uh, uh, do you take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, cause that's oh, movie. great movie. Great. I love movie. that movie. Um, now, Banks, have, uh, you, have, have you seen, seen that? that?
0: Yeah, 1980. 1980 was Oh, ah, there we bad. go. Okay. Damn. So, so even right, older right.
2: than we thought.
3: Uh, no kidding. Yeah. Man, that is,
2: man. That movie used to come on so much. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Wow. Holy cow. That's how I saw I it. Was seen on that TV. movie on Now, way is today. that one of the ones they play around the holidays, right? Now, they usually? Not, is not at, the, when is Cash that? Well, it used to air on TV. I felt like
1: it was always on, and I was just always Probably like in the summer. Yeah, I was going to say, Comedy I mean, Century okay. used to play it okay. all
2: the time. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, dude, time, yeah. that was one when my grandma told me to sit down, and I started looking through the channels. Yeah, that, yeah. that was on, man. I I like,
1: that. It's like, you, you know, you're always going to get a Christmas story. Not a Christmas story. Uh, what was the, what was the National Lampoon uh, movie? Christmas oh, vacation. vacation. Christmas love Vacation. There we man, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he
2: couldn't hook them lights up,
1: oh yeah <laughs> he blew a gas
2: <laughs> no
0: any, anything with rodney dangerfield man it was kinda- oh, yeah. oh yeah yeah r.i.p um man. Uh-huh. yeah absolutely man what was the dog movie he had yeah i was there
2: with the Ro- exception rover, of rover dangerfield, dangerfield. Yes. Yes. Rover. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was a
3: great uh, great movie, oh boy. dude right. i haven't right.
0: seen it in years but when i was a kid i was a fan of that movie yeah when i was for a kid sure. i was
3: confused by it because again like i i knew uh rodney dangerfield from different things i'm like why mm-hmm. is he this sort of marty feldman eyed dog like what uh-huh. is, that? <laughs> you know like it was very strange so i never quite understood that when i was a kid now as an adult i still don't quite understand it, but, you know i mean it, it, hey the check cashed so i'm sure it was fine <laughs> yeah uh
2: before we uh let banks wrap this thing up does anybody remember the movie nothing but trouble
1: that sounds familiar with it's, uh john
2: candy uh demi moore Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd. No, that's very, a very, yeah yeah, 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 very, yeah. very strange yes. movie. I almost okay. But now I know what you're talking day. about. Yeah, that's not like a the lineup, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, no question. That movie is very strange. But I was thinking to myself, was John Candy the first person to play like multiple roles in one movie? Because he plays like uh, a sister. I think um, Dan Aykroyd plays multiple people in the movie too. Mm-hmm, yeah. And it was like Chevy Chase and uh, Demi Moore. I think they had just got hitched. And they end up cutting through right. like a county or something, and it just right. gets really weird. Yeah. I was thinking about him the other day, John Candy. My yeah, rest God. in
3: peace He's to John, so... John Candy. Oh yeah, man. God. I was just watching Planes, Ooh. Trains, and Automobiles. And movie. Oh, that movie's. Yeah. So I was good.
2: wondering, I'm glad you brought that up, Jason. I wonder if that was what they used for inspiration for the movie uh due date with Robert mm-hmm. Downey Jr. Oh, because it's kind, like same, you know, it's kind of like the same, you know, it's kind of like the same premise. Like yeah, they end up getting really stuck similar. together.
3: And um, they were—he
2: uh, was at the airport, so it was just yeah. honestly. Something I might thought about be, that might
3: be considered a remake of it, kind of. Yeah, because in is a really way, I mean, famous, yeah, right. Yeah, because
2: yeah. they get stuck together and they can't stand each other.
1: nah <laughs> yeah, and it's a good movie too, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, yep.
2: mm-hmm.
1: but yeah. With that X. being said, Jason, thank you for joining us up here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. You are an mm-hmm. awesome guest, mm-hmm. and uh, we appreciate you uh, being a part of the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks yeah. family. Now, uh, thank I you for uh, taking you the all. time out.
3: No, yeah. thank you. Thank this you. has been wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And again, it was nice to just sort of be like, you know, getting movie questions and things like that. Like, yeah, That's was man. fantastic. I could talk yeah. to you guys about movies all day. So, <laughs> if you ever want to do this nice. again, let
2: me know. Nice, that. we'll do a
3: movie trivia night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we could be, be the narrator. Here. We
2: got a narrator for it and everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was going to ask you to be our DM, but. Yeah, make sure you bring your floating uh flame ball too. Oh, of course, naturally. yeah. <laughs> I'm holding right here.
3: No, but thank you guys. This has been wonderful. Thank you all awesome. so much. Thank this has you. been fantastic. Yeah, you're welcome. So, before we
1: let you go, let everybody in social media land know where they can find
3: you at. Uh, you can find me uh, in all manner of places. I've only just recently consolidated all of my usernames into one. So it is uh, at the letter J Marnoka, M-A-R-N-O-C-H-A. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twinstagram, wherever else. Uh, They're all the same. So it's all just at J Marnoka and you can find me there.
1: Thank Mm -hmm. you. Thank you. Hell yeah. So D, again, you tried to ask your questions and, you know, I seen all of the movies that uh, Jason had seen. So this is another time where, uh, what what am I? Am I one in one now or two in one, right? I don't know what you are. I know you got two and two. To I believe. Okay, yeah, it's, it's somewhere up there. It's somewhere up there, but yeah, D, it's, uh, just keep on trying, man. And, like I, okay. I, I may not have seen everything, but I have seen everything. In the this words of Star like it's your mission to yeah. you know,
2: embarrass him Look, <laughs> In the words of my man Star Screen, live to fight another day. All right. right, and okay. then I folded up. like that. And I flew away. I like, away. Hey, I like or,
0: that. Or. or you know, the assistant coach and water boy. Uh, yeah. Oh god. If like, I, what is he saying? <laughs> I like
2: Traz. <laughs> I like Traz way better.
1: No, real talk. That's one cool thing that I always loved about like the whole Sandler verse because you had characters appearing in different movies and remember the assistant coach, he was in uh uh Joe Dirt. And remember Joe Dirt was asking him for directions and he yeah, was like, You yeah. don't know what that man said. So. <laughs> Like they never should have done
0: all... Joe Dirt too.
1: Never should have done Joe oh, Dirt. Oh, that's right. They did do Joe Dirt too. Oh, my God. Thanks for reminding me, Drag. Garbage. I remember that. Oh, yeah. Bad. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, I guess the paycheck is nice. Hey. Especially since it only came out
0: five years ago when Joe Dirt came out in like 2003 or something.
1: Yeah, it's one so. of those things where it's just like, who asked for this? Nobody, <laughs> you <laughs> no know. Funny. I mean, and and Joe Dirt, like, it's one of those movies. This, it's a classic. You know what I'm saying? Talking in I the mic.
0: I got a backup uh, mic right here.
1: <laughs> I always remember that part where uh, where he thought that he had hooked up with his sister. Oh yeah, yeah. And then he told the story on the radio, and like, it was just like, <laughs> did you really hook up with your sister? And he was just like, yeah. And then they was just like, no, no, <laughs> so I didn't. That, she wasn't my sister. But it was funny though. Yes. So many classic things from that movie. But uh, yo, real talk, it was awesome having Jason up here. This was another amazing episode. Good job, guys. Like we not in the park again, bro.
0: We Megatron on the Fourth of July.
1: Uh Mm, Uh-huh. More American than that. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Now you know what we need to do. If we're gonna if we're gonna do it right, now we got to get Optimus Prime up here because Optimus is the only person who can stop Megatron. Not even just that.
0: Optimus, come up here, spread that positivity, and let them know. Hey, no one's only half the battle. Don't litter. Yeah, no one's only half the battle.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> because hey, Woo. nobody gives better motivational speeches than Optimus Prime and Captain and Johnny America. Quest. Did you huh? y'all
0: remember that that match that matchup commercial with Optimus and Johnny Quest?
1: No, I, I do not. Yeah, it was the PSA with Optimus that.
0: and
2: Johnny.
1: I don't remember mm. that, but I just know that whenever I watch, whenever uh, Chris Evans was doing those speeches in, uh-huh. uh, in the MCU,
2: remember Banks. Hey, if they kill you, walk it off.
1: Uh-huh. Walk it off. And you Man. know somebody, you know somebody else who's going to be uh, just as good as Chris Evans was, Anthony Mackie, because that speech that he gave in mm-hmm. Falcon and Winter he Soldier. It. Yeah, he, he killed, killed it. Way it. to live up to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm looking for.
0: I still say the best, the best line in Endgame was. Do um, you love? Huh? No, no, no. On but what's it left. called? No, at the end when he's talking to Cat and he says, how's it feel? And he goes, uh, like, it's not mine. And he uh-huh. goes, well, it is.
2: Uh, yeah. Just and so I'm subtle.
0: Right. Well, it is.
2: Yeah, it's just kudos to Marvel yeah, once more for giving sure, us all these
1: damn gems. <laughs> yeah. they, gave us a <laughs> bag,
2: they gave us a bag of loot. <laughs> <agree>. Thanks, Marvel.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Marvel. So uh, with that being said, Everybody that's listening, make sure that you go and follow Jason on all of his social media accounts. Really cool guy. And uh, he's mostly on Twitter from where I see him at. And he's always putting out amazing stuff. So make sure that you uh, follow him up there. D, let everybody in social media land know where they can find you, at.
2: Thanks everybody for listening and leveling up today. You can find me at D 23 Instagram. Kyle, try hey, and since you on the Instagram
0: already, you know, you can find your boy at CK audio and then head on over to the Twitter at T-R-A-V-I-O-S-C-K. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, it's Independence Day. We ain't got Will Smith, but who we got and where can they find him?
1: You got me. Your hero, Benjamin Banks, and you can find me at KingBenji_Banks on Twitter and Instagram. You can look me up on Facebook at Benjamin Banks. I should be the first person to pop up. If not, then I need to contact Mr. Zuckerberg. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Happy 4th of July. Make sure that you follow all of our social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Make sure that if you are feeling generous and you would love to donate to us, we have a Patreon and it is at leveling up banks. Thank you to our patrons for uh, always supporting us because you were able to help us get some hot dogs and burgers for this holiday. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a YouTube, you can subscribe to that at leveling up with Benjamin Banks. Like D always says, like, follow, subscribe. And uh, we have interviews and reviews up there. So make sure that you check us out up there. Uh, be safe, enjoy the holiday. Uh, take some pictures with your friends and family. Mm-hmm. Look at the and fireworks. Shoot off
0: them fireworks.
1: Shoot off them fireworks mm-hmm. Hold the spar Scare my dogs! And uh <laughs> and, and you know what? Since uh since this was uh about Megatron and we had Megatron up here, go ahead and play that G.I. Joe movie uh oh. song, that G.I. Oh. Joe. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, have a nice fourth of July. Keep that pinky up and stay positive. Peace.